To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. That's right. We're back here with you on Financially Fit. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. As always, we appreciate it. Kyle, my friend, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing good. Football season's back. I think Kansas City fans are pretty excited for this season. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's them and uh, if you're talking about pro, them and uh, New England are favored to be the two. Not that they can both go, but they're favored to be the two who have the best odds of getting to the Super yeah. Bowl. That's what Vegas says, and yeah. Vegas knows everything. No, so. no, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be seen. But speaking of uh, things that think they know everything, let me ask you about the Fed. Been a lot of discussion recently about uh, we already had the one you know quarter point tick down uh, about maybe doing some more, especially holiday season rolling up on us in the next couple of months and whatnot. What do you think about you know doing another tick down with the Fed rate, and how does this you know affect the individual investor? Well, depending on what side of the fence you're on, if you're a lender, lender, a purchaser, or a borrower, you know your opinions could be different. Housing industry, as far as on the investor side, you just kind of have to kind of look at if you're owning some of these fixed income assets or vehicles, right. uh, or how is this going to affect you? And obviously, in a low interest rate environment, the goal here is to kind of find something that's more shorter term, intermediate, because any kind of increase hike in the future. Um, you don't want to be holding on something too long in a low interest rate environment as an investor. Unfortunately, you you know, to get that higher yield, if you are in retirement, you typically have to go, you know, out a longer period of time or, if, you know, maybe find something that's a little bit more riskier on that fixed income side. Um, so it, it's kind of putting people in a position that we've really never been in before where, you know, these rates are extremely low historically and you know equities and stock prices are you know approaching highs and extreme volatility and we've never really been here before so right well and and a lot of times you know a lot of these conversations seem to be stemming around uh having you know because our economy is based on obviously consumer spending i mean a huge portion of that and so a lot of that is spurned on by saying well by doing this we'll increase people's chances to spend more through the latter half of the year so Correct. And again, you just need to know what side of the fence you're on here. Spending more. Also means more more debt, right? Correct. And for those people mainly who were Mm -hmm. sitting down with are those people that are looking either in retirement or near retirement are looking for, you know, some fixed income sources. But, you know, in today's world, you almost have to have double, triple, quadruple the amount saved up to get that predictable income that you could have gotten 20, 15 years ago. Yeah, very true. All right. Well, you know, so we'll keep an eye on it, see what they do when it comes to that. Of course, if you've got some questions about, you know, how it might affect you, if you need a little help before you take action, anytime you hear anything on any program, but especially ours as well, always reach out to a professional like Kyle and you can call him at 913-257-3900. 91. That's at his uh, Kansas City branch there, 913-257-3991. And as always, you can go to mocanfinancial.com. That's M-O-K-A-N, mocanfinancial.com, and check him out that way. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast as well on Google or iTunes or uh, Spotify or whatever platform of choice it is that you like. And you can share us as well, well on Facebook and Twitter. We'd certainly appreciate it. As uh, if you think someone needs uh, needs a little help, then we'd be happy to have them tune into the podcast as well. All right, so let's get into our main topic here today on Financially Fit. Kyle, let's talk. I'm going to use my wife as an example. She travels a lot. 
And uh, by a lot, I mean a lot, a lot. So her job once a month sends her um, all over the world. Her territories for work for her are Europe and Asia. Small little places. Maybe maybe you've heard of them. <laughs> so every month she's flying to London or, or Norway or Poland or China or something. And she goes for about a week at a time. And, and that's a, you know, 10, 12, 15, 17 hours in a tin can. I just don't think I could do it. Me personally, I don't think I could handle it. We'll get to that in a second. But I was having a conversation with her, and it struck me as really how similar air travel is to retirement planning. And when we go through this, you'll see what I mean, but we'll start with a flight plan. And most of us listen to this, and most people have been on a plane before, and you surely realize that the pilots, you know, one of the first things they do is go through a checklist and on that checklist is filing their flight plan. They just don't go up in the air and say, well, we'll figure it out once we get there, right? <laughs> they got a plan. Yeah. So having a real financial plan in place, right? as early as even you know when you're first starting, you have to have an end goal, know where you're going. I was related to, you know, you walk into the Mall of America, you know, what's the first thing that you look for is... I am here. Right. right? Same kind of thing, right? Um, If you try to find the Apple store, you're going to be walking around forever and there's multiple Apple stores. So we always like to say, you know, look before you jump. That would be like me walking, uh, someone handed me a lacrosse stick and walking out to the field and start playing, you know, I'm going to get bumped around and pushed around a bit. You know, maybe eventually after playing a while, I'll I'll figure it out. You know, that's pretty similar to retirement planning. You know, that pilot's going to have that flight plan in place and uh, adjust accordingly. Right. Um, as, for as, for weather and that. right, yeah, 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 exactly. So you don't because like in retirement, you're not going to do the same thing. Although some people do, though, right, Kyle? Some people do go. Well, I'm 64 now. I'll, I'll figure it out when I retire next year, right? They don't. Some people do that, and that's just not a smart way to be nowadays. You don't want to just wait until you get up in the air and then figure out what you want to do. I mean, time's your friend here, yeah. and. Making you want to be uh, proactive versus reactive. It's just smart to kind of map out where you're at, and that way you can adjust accordingly. Because you know retirement doesn't work in the linear line. You're going to have to plan, adjust, plan, adjust, plan, adjust, plan, right. adjust. Yeah. No, it's going to your retirement plan needs to be a, a document that evolves along with your life. Your life is going to change through the retirement years. So should your retirement plan. It should flow and bend and ebb with you. Uh, but if we stick with our, our flying analogy here. So, okay, get a flight plan, a.k.a. get a retirement plan. Uh, now, for me, so the lot, the last flight I took of any length was six hours from Carolinas to California. And I was ready to go bananas by about hour three. You know, and so, and it's the turbulence. And what cracks me up, what I got to thinking about is when I was younger, I used to love to fly and, you know, a shaky plane didn't bother me. But now that I'm right around 50, like it starts to weird me out more that I can't handle the turbulence when it starts to kick up. It makes me more nervous. And it, could there be a perfect, more perfect analogy for the, the stock market, right? As we age, the more volatile it is, the more it makes us nervous. I agree 100%. Um, some people can handle it differently. Some people don't pay attention. Some people, you know, enjoy the volatility <laughs> or what you like to call the turbulence. Right. Not sure why. Some people just aren't bothered by it. And then other people let their emotions get into it. And that's kind of where we run into trouble as far as the emotional investor versus the financial savvy individual who keeps their emotions out. They know they're in it for the long haul. Um, but unfortunately, you know, 
we can only handle so much downside and turbulence before we start to freak out uh, what we call the freak out mode and right. make rash decisions that will hurt us um, in the short term and long term. Well, and so really what that's going to come down to is being able to being honest with yourself. Uh, with your spouse, if you're married, and then with your advisor to say, okay, here's what I th- I can handle. Like you need to have a conversation about how much volatility you can handle. Correct. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're going to take some volatility or what we like to call losses and uh, not be able to handle those or financially not be able to handle those. And again, it kind of just comes back to, you know, where you're allocated from the beginning. That's kind of helped help to be a good predictor of you know, how much volatility you need to understand center deviation and all those, you know, fancy terms. But again, it, it really comes down to how, how are you allocated if you are in the market? Yeah. And, and Kyle, like I mentioned earlier with the, the plan evolving as we change through retirement, the same thing's going to apply, I would assume, towards the volatility factor. Uh, every year we age, maybe not every year, but every, you know, five, 10 years, I imagine the volatility risk becomes more and more troublesome for various people. Yeah. And then one other thing, people look at volatility differently. Um, You got high volatility, no volatility. Some people just look at it different as far as, you know, being able to look at it as an opportunity. Right. But there's always one thing that's constant. There's always a winner and a loser in the market. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what side of the fence are you going to be on is the question. Yeah. And so when it comes to adjusting your volatility for the time of life you're in, you know, occasionally get, you know, get that risk analysis done, go occasionally go through and, and say, okay, you know, and find out. Cause a lot of people, I'm sure when they come in and they first sit down and they say, well, uh, you say, well, what's your risk score? You know, let's say out of a hundred and you know, zero being, you know, you don't want to take any risk at all. 100 being, let's go crazy. You know, most people might say, well, I'm a 40. And then when you run their portfolio or check into their numbers, you might find, well, your board, actually your current portfolio, you've got it more like a 70. Like you're taking, people are probably surprised more times than not that they're taking more risk than they actually thought they were. More times than not, that's just correct. You know, it's just something maybe as far as, you know, rebalancing, right? anything that can help you handle volatility, consistency, but again, rebalancing would be maybe a, something to look at as far as your, you know, a monthly rebalance to help you kind of reposition you back to where you, your current allocations needed to be. Yeah. So. And, and of course, that's when you're having those conversations with your advisor uh, saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'll, you know, let's talk about this. Let's run through some of this stuff. And of course, you know, Kyle does this every day, day in and day out as an investment advisor representative at Mocan Financial. So uh, here on the program, Financially Fit, if you need to reach out to him, go to mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N Financial. Com and uh, check out Kyle's website there and a lot of good information as well as subscribe to the podcast. All right, final piece of linking our uh, flight uh, air travel with retirement planning and that's air traffic control. And that's kind of where you come in, Kyle. You're kind of like an air traffic controller because the best pilot in the world is not going to go from point A to point B without talking to you know air traffic control, getting some information, weather ahead, different planes in the flight pattern, whatever the case might be. And from the cockpit, you can only see so much, right? So same thing if you think about retirement. It's the first time you're doing this thing that's called retirement, and you can kind of see a little bit ahead of you, but you really need to be working with somebody who's looking at a broader picture, who is looking out for all those weather patterns up ahead, if you will. Correct. You need to be talking with someone, or if you're doing it yourself, you need to understand that retirement planning, which is called you know distribution, or you're selling, or whatever you want to call it, it's a different process and a different muscle group than your growth and accumulation. It does not work the same. Time is not your friend. 
you only kind of get one crack at it. Accumulation and growth, you know, we've all made our mistakes. We've timed it. We've put our emotions into it. But the whole idea of, oh, the market always comes back. It always comes back. It typically does come back in that phase. Those of you that are retirement or retirement planning know that it's very important that you it might not come back for you. And right. you don't want to put yourself in a position where you have to live off less. You have to go back to work or whatever it is. So you need to make sure that whomever you're working with, you know, is kind of what we would call an expert in planning, but they understand the distribution and they understand some of the things that might come up in retirement other than just, you know, the market such as taxes and all the other stuff, right? uh, health insurance, long-term care, all that comes up as part of a real plan versus just looking at the investments only. Well, and that's why, you know, one of the reasons why we do the podcast here is uh, to hopefully provide you with a couple of useful nuggets of information. And again, if you hear something you want to talk with Kyle about, reach out to him, have a conversation. Uh, You can also call him in his Wichita office. I gave the Kansas City one earlier, so I'll give the Wichita one if you're in that area. It's 316-247-8914. That's 316-247-8914. One four, And as always, make sure you subscribe to the show and check us out uh, at the website, mocanfinancial.com. Again, that's mocanfinancial.com. And Kyle, thanks for being on the program once again, my friend. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks and uh, stay safe. All right. Thanks for having me today. We appreciate you here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt. We'll see you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.